You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Free stuff is the best, but free stuff that will ignite your Valentine's Day is even better. Check this out. When you go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item, you'll get it at 50% off. That's amazing by itself, but here's where they load on the free stuff. When you enter my exclusive code at checkout, Holly, not only do you get 50% off one item, you'll also get 10 tantalizing free items. First, for your viewing pleasure, six free movies. Next, a free mystery pack that includes an item for him, a special toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, free shipping. Now, that's a lot of free Valentine stuff. So head on over to adamandeve.com and be sure to use offer code HOLLY. Again, that's H-O-L-L-Y, because without it, there will be no free Valentine stuff. That's Holly at adamandeve.com. Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by HotMovies.com. HotMovies.com is a video-on-demand website that offers all of the latest and the greatest adult movies from more than 50 years of adult movie making, including films by me. Go to HotMovies.com slash bonus and enter the promo code HOLLY, H-O-L-L-Y, and you'll get 20 free minutes on HotMovies.com. No purchase is necessary. With special exclusive releases every month, you can always see them first at hotmovies.com. Today on my podcast, I have Paige Jennings, previously known as the infamous Wall Street intern turned porn star, Veronica Vane. This is going to be a really fun episode. We're going to talk about why she left her job in finance for the lurid world of adult entertainment and why she ended up quitting performing after only a couple of years. But guys, do not despair. She's still in the porn industry, just working behind the scenes now on a beautiful brand spanking new VOD platform called Vuli. An openly honest girl who isn't afraid to say exactly what she thinks. Paige is here to set the record straight on why she is no longer Veronica Vane, but also why she now has an even brighter future in the adult industry. So let's welcome Paige Jennings to the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Today, I have the beautiful, <laughs> the gorgeous, the redhead redemption, Paige Jennings. The artist formerly known as Veronica, Veronica Vane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to forgive me. I was telling her beforehand if I call her Veronica during the podcast, because whenever I'm introduced to somebody as like a certain name, that's the name that I call them like forever. It's hard for me to switch. Mm, so, no but problem. I will try to remember to call you Paige because I know you, you really are a page now. You've left the Veronica Vane behind. Mm-hmm. You are no longer that yeah. woman. Yeah. I, when I started the YouTube channel, I was like, man, it'd be better if I just used my name probably, mm-hmm. you know, because like I had, there was already videos of me on YouTube with that name that mm-hmm. could have used like the suggested algorithms or whatever. But I was like, yeah. nope, I'm just going to be Paige. We're going to build it from scratch. Whole new brand, whole new me. I don't even have tits anymore. I'm a born again fucking virgin. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so tell, um, for those who may not know, can you tell them like kind of how your whole story began? Oh, geez. You know, it's actually really funny. Everyone, it was actually way more of an accident. And then I got touted like I was some like marketing genius or something that was like Stick with the marketing genius. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, yeah, that's right. Dust, dust, bitch. But no, (laughs) that's not what happened. Um, It was so funny. I was was working at Wall Street and I was was already had a job on the marketing floor of Lazard Asset Management. But the problem was, like I was, I'd been stripper for four years. Like I've been schmoozing rich guys for years like that's what they basically wanted me to do on wall street which right. is more of that yeah and i was like i have like more interest i want to be more analytical i want to be more creative i want to i want to do business strategy and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and the thing is is in that world it's like if you didn't go to princeton and your uncle isn't like the vp at jp morgan <laughs> it's very difficult to get those kind of jobs really yeah if you're a cute girl who's like charismatic you can totally get sales and trading and marketing jobs but right. and that's what was coming my way but it's like not what i wanted to do i also don't like 
like bureaucracy and like red tape and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I just wasn't all about the world, even though I had the finance degree and I, I like doing like mentally stimulating stuff. So I was like, I think I'm more entrepreneurial. I want to create value. I want to run my own thing. I don't want to, I don't want to be told what to do. Yeah. Like whatever. I have, I have problems with authority. I'm not going to, yeah. I just do. That's just, I'm sorry guys. Like maybe that's just who I am. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, so I was like, well, what do I want to do? Like, what's something I could be passionate about that I could like start something in and mm-hmm. go with that? And I was like, well, I like video games and I like sex. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I should do something in one of those. And I started looking into those industries and video games was like, I don't have, I don't know how to make video games or anything. Yeah. Like I didn't see how I would add much value. But when I saw the porn industry, I was like, oh shit, like that, people make actual money in that industry and that's right. like all sex. And I, I'm willing to bet they don't have too many Princeton grads trying to go in and work for it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe yeah. I could like carve out a cool thing for myself. So the whole Wall Street porn star thing, the whole thing actually just started because I was trying to find a job in porn as like a porn analyst, like some kind of person working behind the scenes and the business strategy of porn. Oh, you I weren't even looking to I didn't even want to be a fucking porn star. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was doing like some, in like, fucked up sex shit on my own yeah. like explorative but I didn't have a, a need I'd, I'd stripped for four years like I I got that out of my system like the fun like oh everybody wants to fuck me thing like mm-hmm. that was cool when I was 19 but when I was like graduated college working on Wall Street I was like eh but what happened was I, there was nowhere to find these types of jobs like I looked on the MindGeek site all they were hiring was like engineers and stuff I mm-hmm. couldn't find stuff that fit my skill set so I stumbled across the Sex Factor show and they were like looking for amateurs who've never done porn before. And I have a very out of the box brain. So I was like, oh, well, if I just somehow got in contact with the people running this, obviously they know porn like stuff mm-hmm. and they can tell me like, oh, maybe you should email these people or you should try to do this. Oh, I know what you're talking about. There's totally a thing you could whatever. Right. And I was just actually trying to break in at some level yeah. to like learn about it, to know where the jobs were. And I didn't actually intend to necessarily have sex on camera because mm-hmm. like the whole point of the show was like, you didn't have to really. It was just explorative. So I was like, I don't have to. That whole show and I entertain. Oh, it was so terrible. Oh my God. I, shit, I called it the shit factor. Oh God. Cause I no did idea. like one shoot for them and it was so disorganized. Oh my, I remember that you were there. That's like, that's the first time yeah, I met you. We can talk to that in a second, Ooh. but, um, but that happened. And then they were like, Oh, well, if you want to get on the show, which at this point I'm like, maybe I would do porn, but just maybe I was still more interested in the yeah. business side. Um, cause I, once I researched it, I was like, Oh, you don't actually really, Gen- generally make that much money you mm-hmm. know and they didn't have only fans and all this stuff back this is 2015 right yeah um so it just didn't even seem that like interesting from like a standpoint of making a lot of money mm-hmm. you know because it's like jenna jameson days are over i could tell right. that um but then uh then they're like well to get on the show at least so you can come to avn and then you could meet people and whatever mm-hmm. um post these pictures on twitter and we'll uh, we would be tweeting whatever. So I posted the, the picture that I posted on Twitter was like, I had like a totally different name. It wasn't even Veronica Vane. It was Skylar Page. And I had like 40 followers. Yeah. <laughs> I think I kind of remember that name. Yeah. yeah. I should have been Skylar Page. That's a way better name. Because um, my mom almost named me Skylar over Page. So oh, I was like, I'll be Skylar Page. Okay. <laughs> that would have been a way better name. And then it name. incorporates your real name. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was like, I didn't understand Twitter at the time. I didn't understand things that went viral. I did not know that whole world. So I was like, I'm putting these shitty little pictures on, on Twitter. Like, they don't even really look like me. Yeah. Or they're far away. They're low quality, whatever. No one's going to care. Right. Well, I didn't know that you can, when you upload pictures over company Wi-Fi, they can fucking see that shit. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Yeah. But then again, so, I've only ever worked in so, porn, so what do I know? Fucking Lazard, like, saw the tech guys or whatever, like, oh, this chick is taking half-naked pictures in the bathroom at work on work hours you you know and they send it to the hr people so i post the pictures like monday tuesday and then by friday that my boss's boss is calling me with the hr lady like so you've been posting these pictures on twitter that's definitely not you know company policy i think you understand it was like a very funny conversation yeah okay and um, I was saying I wanted a porn career. Like the whole time I was like, I want to leave Wall Street for a porn career. I never said I wanted to be a porn star. I was like, right. I'm trying to be, have a porn career. That's right. literally in my bio. Yeah. So they were like, we wish you luck. Ha ha ha. When he was firing me. Yeah. And I was like, but he wasn't really firing me because I already quit a week before. I was literally in my two weeks when they right. quote unquote fired me. Okay. So it was like questionable. I didn't really get fired. I already right. quit. I didn't even want, I was just there as I had to be. I was right. finishing up. You got to give your two weeks notice. Yeah. yeah. And so that happened. And what happened was, of course, everyone at Lazard found out 
Of course. And so there was a guy I'd worked with on the marketing floor. He called another guy at brobible.com, who mm-hmm. was his buddy. And he's like, oh, yeah, this chick just gets hilarious. She just got fired. She's like getting naked in the bathroom this whole time, like on at the bank, like blah, blah, blah. As that's happening, literally, this is how it happened. The editor of Bro Bible is like walking by. Here's this phone conversation. Here's Wall Street intern, naked, investment bank. And he was like, who is this chick? So that same day that I get fired, I get tweeted at by Bro Bible. Like that's spreading like wildfire like wow. this. Like I, I had, I had nothing to do with how any of this worked out. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, you should like, you know, you're, there's the whole Mia Khalifa thing. I think you could be the next thing like that. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, Oh, I definitely need to break into porn now. Cause I kind of got fired yeah. <laughs> over yeah. it. You may as well go all <laughs> like, the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not necessarily perform, but I was like, I definitely need to push this. So he, so he answered. So he sent me these questions and I answered them and I came up with Veronica Vane and I took some, I, I found some dude on Tinder and he came over and he took those pictures of me that went viral mm-hmm. at my apartment against my like white wall. It was like a shoebox, but like <laughs> those were those pictures. And I just literally that day I was like, I need some better pictures. So I yeah. found a dude from Tinder to come do it. And then, which is so funny because down the line, those pictures got really um, valuable and everybody was trying to buy them from this kid. Oh <laughs> Here's God. just this Tinder fucking hobbyist photographer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so uh, so they post this article. I have no idea that anybody would ever be able to find out my real name, my anything. I didn't think because I didn't tell I didn't tell any of that. I just mm-hmm. said I'm Veronica Bain. Here's the pictures. Bro Bible was super cool about it. Yeah, we don't have to post it. Cool. So they send all that. Of course, I'm freaking out on a weekend because I got fired because right. it's going to be a lot harder if I did want to stay on in Wall Street. Right. I don't have that right. recommendation anymore, yeah. right? Um, it's going to be so a big hole in your resume. On Tuesday, the Bro Bible article comes out and I talked about being in UF and stuff and Bro Bible is very like college Easing crowd. Mm-hmm. So instantly I get like three or four thousand Twitter followers from mm-hmm. after the article. So in my head, I'm like, that's that's all right. That's not a big deal, right? Like, okay, I'll probably be able to break in now. That's better than the other sex factor stuff is doing. So yeah. at least I'll be able to break in and figure out my life and whatever. I'll right. own it. Cool. I wake up the next morning on Wednesday. So I posted the first picture on Monday. Okay. All right. Friday I'm fired. Tuesday, the Bro Bible article comes out. I wake up Wednesday thinking, Oh, I wonder what happens if I put Veronica Vane into Google. I wonder if the article will even come up. Because I didn't know Bro Bible was even a big thing. I didn't yeah. know anything about traffic and millions of hits. Like, I didn't know how to look any of that up. Yeah. I didn't, I'd never heard of them. I thought it was some bullshit little backwoods fucking easy and that nobody cared about. Like, <laughs> obviously, because they're contacting me, right? Why right. would they, why would it matter? Right, right, right. Why <laughs> would they be real. like an important It's not real media. <laughs> right, right. And uh, I didn't think anything of it. So I, I was just wondering if like the Google, it would come up on Google. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it'd be like the 10th result. All right. Something like that. It's like 11 a.m. on Wednesday. I Google my, my name. It's fucking everywhere. It's like Business Insider, New York Post, New York Daily News, like any all the other like gossipy kind of shitty stuff. Yeah. It's literally like like pages and pages of all, all about me and my pictures everywhere. Paige Jennings, Lazard Asset Management, Fordham, University of Florida, like my whole fucking life all overnight. Like, wow. like I never asked for that. <laughs> wow. You know, and that's what I'm saying is like when people complain about that, it's like I, I signed up for that. It's my fault. I put my face out yeah. there associated with this. Like whatever. I wasn't mad about that, but I was like very caught off guard and like very scared. Um, it's crazy the internet and how super it just nutty travels and, so uh, fast. Yeah, that's that's all. That's that's it. I was then I went viral and that's everybody came to me kind of they called me and part of that is like obviously they think these media scandal chicks have like a head on like a like a big head or something Mm -hmm. about it like I didn't I just was I was just I just wanted to like analyze shit like Mm -hmm. I just wanted to make a porn company yeah (laughs) and here I was and obviously when that happened I'm like Wall Street porn star everywhere fucking the CEO of JP Morgan's daughter was a journalist at CBS at the time she's like taking me out to dinner to try to get me on CBS Inside Edition I went to JP Morgan's Super Day they wouldn't hire me next two weeks later or whatever month later after I'd done the Super Day fucking the daughter of the CEO is like taking me to dinner it's so crazy so wait so they're calling you Veronica Vane, porn star, Wall Street. Yes. All this. Stuff. Had you even done a scene yet? No. So you weren't even technically no. a porn and star yet. And people would like talk shit and be like, "Oh, she's like touting herself. She's already a porn star. She hasn't done shit." I'm like, I didn't do any of that. I didn't ask for any of this. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. That's how it happened. Okay. So, how, when, and how did you shoot your first scene? Yeah. Um. At that point, literally that week that all these articles came out, like my inbox, like my emails were just flooded with inquiries. And um, porn started tweeting at me. Bang Bros. Actually, my biggest regret is not doing the scene with Mia Khalifa because she was tweeting at me like, mm-hmm. do a scene with Mia Khalifa yeah. for Bang Bros. Uh, that would have been like, I probably should have done that because she was FSU. I was UF and like she was like a media scandal. I was a media scandal. Yeah. That really would have solidified things from a marketing perspective. Yeah. 
But um, like Wicked had called me, um, Brazzers and stuff, all mm-hmm. those kind of places were calling me. So at this point, at that point, it was pretty much like just people were sending me offers for money. Yeah. Um, and I obviously wanted money, but more than that, I wanted to like capitalize on the marketing thing that was you happening. You wanted to choose the right company. And I wanted to brand. Yeah, I don't think I, I did. Evil Angel's great, and they had a, a thing with, but I didn't do enough with Evil Angel. They also offered me something more that I probably should have done. I was so naive. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. I was second-guessing everything. I didn't have anyone looking out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, as a result of that, I was asking lots of questions. And as and when you ask lots of questions, you can be seen as like undermining people, mm-hmm. you know? Because I was just trying to learn and like mm-hmm. not... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um and what happened was Ashley Madison reached out to me. Okay. Um, with Manuel Ferrara and Caden Cross. And uh, they were like, We wanna sponsor you and you go to the media, talk about us, and then we're gonna do this whole movie about you with product placement. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was like, Oh, that sounds like that's the product placement. Yeah, that's smart. And like mm-hmm. the only reason I did the whole deal, I mean the money was pretty good, but like the main thing was I thought it was like a good business like up angle because I wanted to go to the media and I wanted to say literally the truth, which was, I want to be in the business side of things. I mm-hmm. want to be a part of that. And that's why right. I'm doing this stuff with these people because it's in like a business context. You know, I didn't want it to just be, I want to have sex and all I want to do is fuck. And this is yeah. my life now. Like, yeah. that's great. You know, but that wasn't my, that wasn't my story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So that's, I, I, that's why I ended up doing the first movie with them. And um, how, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> I will say the first scene with Manuel was fucking... Oof, that boy, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, the way he like whispers in your ear. Uh, not that. I just, no, you don't like I that. I haven't really encountered someone who fucks like a porn dude. Yeah. Like, it was like, what the fuck is happening to yeah. me? Like, I didn't even know where I was. I thought it was fucking Dorothy. Like, it went to like a Wizard <laughs> of Oz or some shit. Yeah. Like, um, it wasn't like that. It was just because it was just, I'd never been fucked like that before. Yeah. That was the main thing. Yeah. So I'd say that was great. What happened was I got a yeast infection that uh, I, I filmed the first scene on a Friday and then on a Tuesday I got a yeast infection. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they last like a good seven days, you know, where it's swollen, it's oh, yeah. red, it's no, not fun, right? They're the worst. Um, and I wasn't like always getting yeast infections, but that's what happens in porn when you're mm-hmm. new and that whatever. Um, so I called them on Tuesday. I'm supposed to fly out like Sunday or something to film on Monday and Tuesday, three more scenes for the movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm like Tuesday, Sunday, it's not going to be clear. It's mm-hmm. going to be kind of yeah. cleaning up, but it's not going to be like, I can't fuck on that. Not three scenes, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I give them like a whole week, right? I call them like, I can't do this scene, this stuff. You're going to have to like, you know, maybe postpone it like, you know, to the end of the week or something like that. And, you know, I wish I could say something like nicer about that situation, but they basically told me like, we're going to cancel the movie if you don't, if you can't do it. Hmm. I mean, I understand it sucks and that's how it works. Like they weren't being like mean necessarily. They just said they couldn't afford the situation and they already put all these deposits and they would just have to cancel it. Yeah. Which honestly, Holly, like I believe them. And so I just did it, which is why I did those three scenes on a yeast infection which was not fun yeah <laughs> um but like that's that wasn't i don't think that was true because mm. at the time like i was everywhere like i was all over the media like whatever you did with me at the time was going to get views yeah like it was gonna get signups you know yeah. what i'm saying so i like i just you know that was like a bad first impression kind of yeah because it was very painful um and i didn't think that needed to happen like that but that's what happened anyway as a result of that though uh, that's what sort of started impacting my reputation a little because mm-hmm. it wasn't the it, my first movie was just not a like walk in the park. It wasn't like other girls were oh she was great it was perfect we had no problems like no there were problems yeah not like there is you know and it's not like yeah. I was being like literally the like easiest person in the world ever because mm-hmm. I'm like lost and confused and mm-hmm. like don't want to fuck up and like, yeah. <laughs> trying not to piss anyone off, but yeah. also trying to learn things you and kind not of get feel fucked like a over. fish like, out of water too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I was asking questions and that necessarily wasn't welcomed. And anyway, and that's just how it happened. It's water under the bridge, but that was the first movie. And then I took a break and got the big boobs that I shouldn't have gotten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I, and then I came back to porn in May. So that all that stuff happened in January. I did a lot more media stuff. And I came back in porn in May and you were one of the first types of scenes I did. And that mm-hmm. was great. So all the stuff I did in May of that year was fun. Yeah. I don't think I had any issue. I started having a lot of fun with all the sex, but yeah. a lot of damage had kind of already been done mm-hmm. as to like my whole sort of brand because mm-hmm. it was 
it just didn't, I, I can't explain it. I mean, maybe I'm full, maybe it's crazy, but this is just what stuff was relayed to me mm-hmm. from other people in the industry at the time. And it really sucked. Cause like I was ready to like do my best and I wanted to get along with everybody. I wanted to fuck everybody. Yeah. I honestly, honestly, when I got on porn, I was like, where there's going to be orgy parties like every weekend. Right. Like I want to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I swear to God, I was like, I was so disappointed when I got in and nobody invited me to fucking orgy parties. <laughs> like, that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? It's not exactly boogie nights. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's that's rough. I mean, I can understand like it's it's hard as a producer, man, because I've definitely I get it. you know, like cuz you do a lot of times you have to put deposits down on locations it. and they won't give it back to you or you have you know, it's a real problem to schedule stuff and then I get it. And I've had people cancel on me because they've ha- they've gotten sick or mm-hmm. they've had whatever, ST yeah. whatever. And my first thought will be like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah, of course. But then I'll be like, well, they can't help it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's just like one of the things in the industry. Like, you gotta yeah. accept that, like, sometimes people are gonna get like infections. Sometimes mm-hmm. people are gonna get yeah. STDs. Like, that's, that's the nature yeah. of the business. And you have to like yeah. accept that. At that time, then the, like, I, they couldn't replace me because it was literally. Yeah, like, it was all, about you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's, it's whatever. Like, I just wish I could have, I don't know, overcome that a little more mm-hmm. and like gotten, I, like, more. I wanted to be friends with everybody. Yeah. I wanted to fuck everybody. Like, yeah. And I kind of didn't, I, I always went somewhere and people would always be like, oh, you're nothing like what I heard about you. And I'd be like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're going to take a really quick little break to hear from our sponsors and we will be right back. Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by Care Of. It's always challenging trying to keep up with New Year's resolutions. This year, make health and wellness a top priority with the help of Care Of's monthly subscription vitamin service. Whether you're focused on glowing skin, boosting your energy levels, getting more sleep, or generally just being healthy, Care Of makes it easy to stick to your health-related resolutions. With my busy schedule, it can be difficult to eat right all the time and get the nutrition I need to work the long days on set. But it's not just me. 90% of people don't meet all of their FDA-recommended daily nutritional needs. And that's where Care Of comes in. Care Of's fun online quiz asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices, and takes only five minutes to find out your personal, scientifically backed vitamin and supplement needs. I took the quick quiz myself, and Care Of designed a customized regimen specifically tailored for my individual needs. My personalized vitamins were delivered right to my door and neatly organized into little easy to remember packets. If you have a busy, constantly on-the-go lifestyle like I do, it's incredibly convenient. I just slip one into my pocket or purse, and I'm set for the day. And if you're vegetarian or vegan, Care Of has you covered with plenty of options available for all your dietary needs as well. To get your own personalized Care Of subscription box conveniently delivered right to your door, and to take advantage of this month's special New Year's offer of 50% off your first month of Care of Vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code HOLLY50. Go to TakeCareOf.com and save 50% on your first month with my code HOLLY50. Stay healthy all year and take care of yourself with Care Of. (laughs) So what do you think was like one of the best scenes that you did then while Mm. you were in the industry? Hmm. I did a lot of good scenes. Like, honestly, like, I genuinely was into it. Like, I, what I wasn't into was waking up at 7 a.m. and taking uh, pretty girls at 9 a.m. and mm-hmm. <laughs> feeling <Yeah>. like ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I didn't like most of the job, which is another reason why I quit, is, like, I only like the sex. I was like, I guess I could just fuck in real life. Like, I don't yeah. need to be important to, to have good camera. sex, right? Uh, <laughs> um, but let's see. Best scenes. Uh, one of the most fun scenes was with you. For sure, with uh, Ryan Driller and Aaliyah Love for Brazzers. Because I got to do oh, my pole dancing yeah. stuff. That we was did fun. The, the stripper scene. Yeah. That I, was really great. Yeah, yeah. and you were, so, you were so impressive. Thanks. There was a song that you played. It was The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was The, it was the Hills, mm-hmm. I think. And it was the first time I'd yeah. ever heard that Brazzers song. Brazzers is such a shitty music voice that they took out the good song. Like, they couldn't even, like, kind of try to match it with copyright free. They put on some freaking, like, I don't know, pop 
I don't remember, but I believe you. It happens <laughs> it all the so time. Bad. The music is so important, and a lot of times, yeah, yeah when they but, pick like bad music, I've, it's happened on so many of my productions. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you just ruined. I it. just remember that set day. It was so fun because I got to do the pole dancing, and mm-hmm. I always in porn, I was always trying to get away from the secretary milf thing. I'm like, yeah. guys, I've been a stripper for four years. I'm pretty acrobatic. I like video games. Did you, I'm really youthful. Did you find that everybody wanted to cast you yeah. as like a Wall Street like yeah. executive, milfy kind yeah. of domineering or whatever? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm still 12. Like, I really am 12. Like, yeah. I just like happen to like finance and stuff mm-hmm. but like i'm fucking 12 yeah i play like yeah. i'm a nerd um so i got to like show more of myself on that scene and then also i, I had weed lube i never knew this was a thing but i had just started going to the dispensaries around mm-hmm. the time and buying like weed products that weren't the actual weed because mm-hmm. i was like so curious so i brought like weed lube that day yeah to like you know mm-hmm. and and like whoa <laughs> was it good yeah and then Leah love actually that day like when i did this people would always tell me get sloppier with your blowjobs like get more spit and i'm like i don't fucking know how to drool like i'm not a bulldog yeah like i don't know how these girls some do girls are shit. more like they're just like drooly than others yeah, yeah. but i've like always wanted to learn to do it because i wanted to do it like nastier shit yeah and so i remember on that day i'm like Aaliyah, like how do you like deep how do you do this like how do you go that spit <laughs> like it's so like lube and she's like literally did oh my god so you just take your hand and she starts like fisting and you her start, throat. You start gagging. <laughs> yeah. And then it's all like coming up. And I was like, oh my God, my life has changed. <laughs> and like every porn scene from then on, I'm just like bulldogging all over the cock. Like <laughs> It's so funny because I learned that trick from Taylor Rain back in the wow. day. And I remember that because, yeah, if you kind of like gag yourself, it brings up this more uh, like flummier kind of. Yeah, it um, sticks more. It's almost yeah. like silicone-y. Yeah, almost, yeah from the back watery. of your throat. So mm-hmm. you need to gag yourself in order to get like. Now, Nasty. Real, yeah. Damn, Holly. Look at you. I, I've learned so much from <laughs> porn, man. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that was, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the best scenes. I remember like Johnny Castle and I had good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Those are fun scenes. Mm-hmm. I did this crazy scene with Ziggy Starr. Mm. Do you know who she is? Oh, yeah. I've shot her. Oh, my God. We did this nasty fucking lesbian scene. It's probably the only lesbian scene I genuinely came in. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a freak and it was She's, a squirty scene for like elegant angel yeah. and they um and i can't say that but <laughs> it was just nice uh it was a chill set i'll just say that it yeah. was like really chill and um we, like i remember we're just like soaked in this pool of squirt everywhere and we're like dripping in it which is nasty but what made it cool was like we got so into it and so hard that she's like you have to fist me and i'm like i've never i've never fisted a girl before. i don't know how to do that i'm like trying to do it like in the scene though so like i'm not like being like how do i fist you like, yeah to the camera yeah right and like she's like oh you just like go like this and so she puts her hand kind of where you put pinch all your fingers together right, okay. and like kind of demonstrates like this and i'm like oh so i go like this and this girl's tiny. This girl's like 90 pounds. Yeah, okay? she's really you small. Know? And I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm fairly petite, but you know, my hand, it's it's not like, I'm not that small. She's 90 pounds, right? And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to fist this chick. Yeah. And anyway, so I put it in and she's like, okay, you can like fist it now. And like, I get the whole fist and I'm just like going in and out of this chick like fisting her. She's like, oh my God, yes. And she's just like coming <laughs> everywhere to the point. It's getting so raunchy and hard because she's wanting me to be fisting her and like choking her. Like she wanted wow. me to like fucking like, like rip her up like yeah. I was like oh my god this bitch is crazy and it got so intense like like in a in a fucked up way that mm-hmm. like uh I forget his name he shoot the dreads who for elegant angel um dreads guy he's awesome but he had to turn the camera off and just wait for it to for her to get her thing off because he's like this isn't what we wanted like we didn't want kink.com like choking fisting hardcore yeah. shit yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah some people a lot of uh companies won't even shoot fisting that's why you turn the camera because off. Because it's considered like it's obs- it's probably like the you didn't the, even want the footage of it. I yeah. think is what happened. But yeah, but Ziggy liked it. That, that's really memorable. So that sticks out to me as, a, as long as the girl liked it. Scene. That's all that really matters. <laughs> yeah, she was telling me I didn't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you decide to leave the industry? Yeah, um, you know, it was actually it wasn't like a like one thing, right? It was mm-hmm. just. I didn't like that. I felt like I was always working uphill. There was no orgy parties. I wanted to be friends. <laughs> Is that with why people. you got out? You're like, there's no orgy parties. I'm out of here. Fuck this shit. 
<laughs> no, but like I wanted to have fun and it stopped being fun really because, mm-hmm. you know, I would try to make friends and that was hard. And then people would have these all these preconceptions and I'd feel like I was always a pariah. Even if I wasn't, like maybe it was all in my own head. Like, I don't know. But I didn't feel like I was like really a part of it, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And then on top of that, I totally didn't have the right look for how I look, if that mm-hmm. makes I look better like now, but mm-hmm. like then I just wasn't working. I, I didn't feel authentic to myself. I felt like right. I was trying to be someone I wasn't all the time. Right. And I didn't know how to just change that. I, I was trying. I'd go on set and be like, put less makeup on me. Like, no, I don't want to wear a pencil skirt. Like, yeah. I would try, but you know, there's only so Yeah, much you I don't do. have a lot of control over yeah. your own image when you're working for other companies. Me for the, yeah. And so I was getting tired of that. And it, you know, porn fucks with your head too. Like, I'm a really confident person, but in porn, I felt like I was like a four. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh there was that and then they would just be little things on sets that I would be like, Oh, I guess I can't complain or I can't say something because then I'm a diva, like mm-hmm. woo. You know, like So do you feel like you didn't have a voice? <laughs> I I totally do, but every time I voiced it, uh my agent or someone would be like, You're being difficult again. <laughs> and it sounds more like you're somebody who really wants to be in a position where you have control over the situation. Because it sounds to me like you felt kind of powerless. And that's not where you want to be. I mean, who does? Well, right? like we were talking about earlier before we actually started the show, you know, how like, because you were saying that you really like being on the production end now as opposed yeah, to like just being a performer. And you're like, side, yeah. why wouldn't everyone want to do this? But I think some people really just want to show up. They want to have sex. They want to get their check and they want to go home. I did that too, though. I like, I mean, when I got picked with like Ramon Nomar or like Johnny yeah, Castle Ramon. or like the people who I ha- I was friends mm-hmm. I could text, they were my buddies and like yeah. Chad White or whatever. I was like fucking ready. Those scenes were great, you yeah. know? And I would do whatever they wanted like I wasn't right. I wasn't like questioning every little thing like mm-hmm. I would just I would do what they wanted yeah. you know I don't think I was like super difficult or yeah. whatever I mean people tell me stories of girls who are like strung out who are show, yeah. who show up like so I would at worst I was 15 minutes late maybe because like a cop pulled me over or something yeah. you know I'm not gonna say I was like the epitome of punctuality or yeah. whatever but I wasn't like fucking anybody's days over or yeah. something it sounded to me like you just wanted to have more of like a choice um, I just wanted the few boundaries I had to be respected because honestly, right. there weren't that many. I was pretty nasty. Can I just tell you, like, I, I didn't do IR or anal or gangbang or whatever, but like, I fucking wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, you can always come back. You know I keep saying that while I'm at Expos right now, talking to like bang.com and like yeah. other places. And like, I love those. I love all these guys. I yeah. love them so fucking much. They're so cool. And they're all like, hey, you're ripe for a comeback. You know, yeah. you could do it for our site. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> No. It's not that I know. I don't know. I'm engaged. Like mm-hmm. I actually would consider, especially because I took my boobs out. I feel like I'm. I feel like I look much better now. Right. I, I would be much more confident. I have little right. tiny perky boobs now. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you feel more authentic. You yeah. feel more yourself. Yeah. Um. But uh, uh, I'm engaged. So you know, there's wow, that. He's like legit. He's not like a porn guy or anything. Yeah. Yay, he's awesome. Congratulations. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds it's unfortunate because it sounds like you were. I mean. Things are really changing now. I think people are really starting to see, especially with the Me Too movement, that it's really important to listen to the performers and respect their boundaries and respect their no list mm-hmm. and not push them into situations that they don't want to be Well, because it just hurts you because you, then you lose the day over it. Yeah. Like I told them ahead of time, I don't really want to work with them. Yeah. You know, they could have either A, canceled me and got a new girl, like, yeah. whatever, or just been like, all right, let's see if we can find a new guy real quick. Because then, yeah. then they wouldn't even risk losing that day. Right. would fine. Personally, whenever I shoot boy-girl stuff for my own site, and I don't understand like what – and I get it if you're shooting like a feature movie or something like that where you need a guy to yeah. spit, fit a specific, a specific yeah. niche. Like he's got to mm-hmm. be a young guy. Yeah. Or he's got to be like a um, bodybuilder, whatever that character mm-hmm. is. But I always, always ask the girl, who does she want to work with? Yeah. Because I'm like – get the best scenes. I'll get the best scenes. Yeah. You'll choose somebody that you like. Obviously, they'll like you. Like mm-hmm. – and everything will go great. Yeah. That's what I want. I don't give a fuck who I'm I, I'm shooting as long as he can keep his dick hard, he's respectful, he's clean, he's good looking, and the girl likes him. Yeah. Like, I don't need to micromanage who the guy is. I always yeah. do that. I was down to fuck literally every guy. Like, I yeah. didn't have a problem with, like, any of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, ready. I liked all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and every girl, like, has, you know, the couple of guys. I mean, look, it's very rare that you're going to, like having sex with every single person in the industry. Yeah. You know, there's going to be some people that you just don't jive with. Yeah. And I don't understand why people just can't respect that. 
They can, but it, like the problem is a lot of times um, they set it up and there's all that happens like within days of their mm-hmm. shoot. Like you know, even if they book the girl in advance, they don't necessarily have all the details that set out. Yeah. So then they they finally like fill it in. They're like, oh by the by the way, you're working with this guy. It's like a day before they've already got the location, all this stuff. Yeah. So it really pisses them off when the girl's like, um. So it's yeah. like unless you're like a top fifty girl and then you're it's well known that you won't work with these three dudes mm-hmm. or whatever. That's like the only time it seems to work out okay for anybody. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> but always... I hope I'm not like pissing anyone off because like I actually really like porn and I like yeah. a lot of people behind it. And like I said, I wish I wanted to fuck everybody. Like yeah. I wanted to go to all the orgy parties. By the way, porn, if you're listening, if you have an orgy party, hit me up. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you say what you think and you're honest, which I think not a lot of people are in this industry. And, you know, I think it's important to look at all different sides of the industry, you know, and I have, I mean, when I started this podcast, I really wanted people to see what the industry was like for real. And I really wanted it to like discount a lot of those, you know, ideas of mainstream media that porn is a horrible, dark, Definitely seedy place. Not. I had a lot of fun in porn. That's terrible. And it's always bad, yeah. but it's not, it's, there's no. a lot of great stuff, but there's also bad stuff too. Like any industry, there's the light and the dark. Yeah. And, I think it's it's good to have you on to talk about yeah. experiences that you had that weren't always. I say it's like eighty twenty, like eighty positive. Because right. I don't want this negative. to just be like a completely whitewashed show. No. Because then it's like if if everybody was just like porn's always awesome, yeah. everything's great, and I never had a problem. It's like well, that's completely unbelievable, <laughs> and nobody's ever going to buy that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you got to look at at both sides, and yeah. I think it's important to talk about all of these things yeah. and talking about this stuff and getting it out in the open is how we make positive changes. Mm -hmm. And then girls and like, like all the things that are going on now and that are being discussed in the media and on social media now, mm-hmm. well, girls are like, yeah, I've had, now girls are finally coming yeah. out and saying, I've had mm-hmm. my boundaries crossed. I've, mm-hmm. you know, been in a situation where I felt like I couldn't say no. I felt like I wasn't allowed to say no. You can never really feel like you can say no unless you're on a set with like a girl. That's yeah. the only time I've ever felt like, like I had some kind of like someone who had my back and yeah. there was like a female around. Yeah. And there's been a, I was also, actually the only time I ever had carrots on set. <laughs> if you have your own set with it's all guys they just like if there's any food I, at all they just pick so, up like garbage I, at 7-Eleven or something I bring carrots yeah I know and then there's another lady who shoots for I think DDF Network I shot for and uh-huh. that lady who was shooting that like had she carrots. had carrots <laughs> so that's shooting, how you know you're in a good set you've shooting, got carrots I don't want to have shitty junk yeah. food I'm trying to look cute I don't want to yeah. get all bloated from your crappy sodium food like yeah. I need to eat a carrot okay yeah <laughs> I always go to Trader Joe's and I get a variety yeah. of wraps and salads and I always make sure there's vegan and vegetarian yeah. options. That's what I did when I shot for Vuli, my company that I'm doing, which see, I'm still in porn, guys. Like I'm still building this <laughs> shit. I'm shooting people and everything. I still really like it. Um, but yeah, that's like when I, when I did that, I, I got it for the crew too. So we had like all this nice yeah. sort of vegan, yeah. vegetarian, carrots yeah. and shit. <laughs> I, I do that too. Uh. So let's, so let's actually transition then. Let's oh. talk about what you're doing now that you've left the industry yeah. and let's talk about this new platform that you're working on. Yeah, um, when I left, it's weird. Uh, I love porn, but the whole time I was in porn, and I don't think a whole lot of people know this unless they knew me personally, because then I wouldn't shut up about it. I can mm-hmm. be very um, intense. <laughs> really? Well, not intense in a bad way. <laughs> intense, like I, I get very passionate and like energetic about stuff that I believe in and mm-hmm. that I'm going for. Right. And when I got in porn within like three months, I was like, man, I, I think there, there's room for like a really nice VOD platform. Mm-hmm. There's not that many. Most of the way porn is consumed is on like pay sites and tube sites. And like, mm-hmm. yes, we have VOD platforms. They still kind of cater to a specific niche. And I wanted to expand on that, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. And I was like, well, I, you know, we're, you know, we live in a streaming digital age. Right. People are used to consuming content in a very different way they are today than even just five years ago. Right. And I wanted to modernize that delivery. Like I was less good. Like so much about porn, I feel like is about let's just like churn out all this content constantly. I'm just like, well, what if I, what about just like, what about innovating on like the way you actually deliver it to people? Like mm-hmm. people like innovate on the content, they get harder and rougher and more intense and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And then, or they go the opposite direction and tushy black with a beautiful, you know, images. And so it's, yes, content matters and yes, content is king, but like the delivery of a lot of that content is still kind of the same. Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so my whole thing and while I was in porn is I was trying to build this company at the time it was called Bang Box. I renamed it to Vuli. Because I wanted something that doesn't sound so porny. Because yeah. if you go on Vuli, it doesn't look like a 
like a porn like a porn site. It has mm-hmm. porn on it, but it looks clean. It looks like a streaming platform like Netflix or something. Right, right. Um, of course, that's actually a big buzzword in porn right now is Netflix. <laughs> I get that, oh, but yeah. my, I have a when people say Netflix, they mean the original series, the nice UI, mm-hmm. and like recommendations or whatever. But and that's kind of the superficial things. But I don't know if a lot of people really understand like the intense amount of technology that goes into Netflix's platform. Like if you go read the Netflix dev blog, you're gonna feel like you just started fucking studying quantum physics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a lot. Yeah. So I had issues like getting funding. Like I needed developers for the vision I had. It wasn't just to look pretty. Like sorry, I just you and that tablecloth. Oh, you know what's funny? You're Actually, fine, but I have, you're just um, I have Asperger's stop. syndrome. Like it's not it's it's questionable because okay. it's just like a psychiatrist psychiatrist like i don't diagnose me uh-huh. so it's like a it's like it's like a smart autism thing uh-huh. i guess and part of the thing is like they're very i'm very fidgety like okay. i'm always doing something that's with totally my hands so that's why i'm like i should have brought you like arts shit. and crafts <laughs> usually if i have like something like a rubber band i'll be like fucking with it anyway um <laughs> you're fine we'll just keep we'll just keep pulling the tablecloth back and forth oh my god because you like pull and then i pull it this shit. way a little bit and then you pull it that way and then i pull it this way a little bit and i was like oh my god we're playing tablecloth <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, so I was in porn and like I had Wall Street friends and all this stuff, but it's really hard to get funding when all you have is an idea. You mm-hmm. don't have any proof of concept, you don't have audience, you don't have shit. It's hard to get money. Yeah. So I was trying to bootstrap it and build it based on having good partners and technology stuff, but it still just wasn't happening. So when I quit porn, I wanted to keep pursuing it, but again, I just... Uh, at that point, it was a little disillusioned. I need to take a step away and mm-hmm. just kind of get my bearings and maybe even get my identity and confidence back because mm-hmm. I really don't think I was fully Paige when I was in porn and I wanted to be Paige again, not Veronica. Right. Uh, so I took a step back and part of that was like, oh, I want to make a YouTube channel. I was like, that looks cool. I feel like I have all these ideas. I like to talk a lot. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I started the YouTube channel and it didn't like blow up immediately or anything, but um, it got steady growth, you know, within like six months, I had like 10 thousand subs but within then i uh uh by then around march of 2017 i i met my fiance and like so i was living with him and stuff and and then i started pushing it really hard and making all this content and whatever and i grew it to like over a hundred thousand subscribers now of uh october of last year i finally was like you know what i want to talk about this company because i i could never get it out of my head i always wanted to build this really sleek vod platform that had mainstream appeal and whatever it's my vision the entire time so up until before you hit that what were you producing on youtube like what kind of content were you um i made funny stuff like gross things girls do gross things guys do okay. um why i quit porn what how much porn stars get paid in porn story mm-hmm. times about the one time I escorted in uh yeah. you know new york city or what it's like to work on wall street like i just honestly just documented my life and okay. like any interesting experiences right. and then sometimes i had creative skit ideas like like you know when you're on instagram and the girls have the um the um the leggings and it goes straight into their ass crack and it looks like they painted their leggings on mm-hmm. and and it's like they're not wearing pants so you see the whole outlines of all yeah. their ass yeah. i was like I want to do that. Like, why? I've never had my ass eat leggings like that. I want my ass to eat leggings. Like, I was so jealous. And so I went on this, like, one of my videos is, like, I went on a quest. to. I went to a bunch of star stores in the mall trying on all different leggings with my fiancé and trying to find, like, uh, ass-eating leggings. Ass-eating like- <laughs> leggings. That's amazing. <laughs> and that was, like, a video. I, I did a video where I tried to dig for a day, and I ordered one of those, like, gender play dicks. And I got, like, boxers that you could put the dick in. And then I walked around with the dick and I and I got the thing uh there's a thing you can pee standing up with that you, that you give girls for like camping and shit um so you have to squat or whatever so I like had a dick for a day I tried putting it in my pants I tried sitting with my dick and like fucking with my dick and whatever <laughs> I called my mom I showed her my dick <laughs> wow <laughs> and I and then I literally on YouTube like peed standing up because I wanted to experience the power of of the power of being able to pee standing wow. up. It's so like freeing, you know? <laughs> Were you able to write your name in the snow? I tried to do a figure eight. Dude, it's so hard. It's so hard to aim. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's you haven't good. had a lot of practice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you haven't had this dick your whole life. So, <laughs> But yeah, so I made like silly stuff like that on YouTube right. or whatever. And um, that's what I did. And I finally started talking about the business stuff and whatever. And I made this video, Why I Quit My Porn Company. 
um, which, you know, obviously didn't really quick because I never stopped thinking about it. Mm-hmm. The video got like 270,000 views and mm-hmm. the comment section was like, yeah, why does this exist? You should make this. Don't stop. It's so smart. I'm like, really? All you guys are really telling me to build something so you can pay for porn? Really? Yeah. Like, y'all want to pay for porn? Are you sure? You're on YouTube. And like- then also <laughs> sprinkled in there were some comments like dumb whore or yeah, just because like YouTube is like the worst with comments. Of course. Of course. Good God. I, I don't know. that's so bad though. I tend to... I get those, but not terribly. On this yeah. video, I was really shocked. Like, I took that video as, like, proof of concept. Like, oh, people really do want this. They really yeah. would pay for porn yeah. under this business model. I was like, all right. So three months later, I said, hey, guys, um, you told me I really need to build this company. Here's all the challenges. Like, I need money for this, this, and this. Like, that's what happened. I, I can't do it. I can't hire. Here's the thing with developers. Like, you can find business people or marketing people who will just, like, work with you for equity. But, like, you can't find developers like that. Like, mm. they don't. like Because every startup ever is trying to call their developer buddy mm-hmm. and be like hey you want to do this for equity and like it's a lot of upfront work for a developer like yeah. a lot of hours yeah. and so they want to get paid like makes sense because and yeah. then and they're in demand so they can get paid otherwise with right. other companies so right. you gotta pay them so i told them like hey what do you guys think about fifty thousand dollars i think i can get something basic up for that kind of money by the way i was super wrong two hundred thousand dollars later <laughs> holy shit <laughs> yeah i know and it sounds like so much money but it's crazy how <laughs> no, fast I, it goes i and i was like uh so uh 50k you know if you're interested in investing we can make it legit do a private placement agreement i'll send you legal documents and blah 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 stock certificate kind of shit whatever Mm -hmm. um and i didn't expect anybody like it was more of an offhanded thing it wasn't Mm -hmm. like the whole video was about it it was like a vlog and then i started talking about i would consider it if maybe i could get some money right and i thought maybe one person would email me or two for a couple grand or whatever Mm -hmm. so i didn't think that it was actually possible to do this i just thought well fuck it let's see you know right and um Within two days, I had over $100,000 in commitments from in my email inbox. Jesus. And then within one month, I sent out all the documents and the paperwork and the legal stuff and whatever. And I had $100,000 in the bank. That was last January. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. By the way, still not enough. Needed way more. But yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, ever, that's, uh, ever since last January, I've been building Vuli. And um, I, have, I have like six developers that work for me. And I have like a lawyer who's like, a, he's got some equity. I have a, a back-end lead developer that has some, a little bit of equity. Mm-hmm. And then I have a whole bunch of investors. I raised another round of 100000 um this past summer doing the same thing. I went to YouTube. I was like, here's what happened. Here's all this tech stuff. Here's the breakdown. Like, this is why I need more money. I can't mm-hmm. do it without it. Right. And I'll give you equity and email me. And again, within two weeks that time, I had another 100K in the bank. It That's sounds amazing. like the stuff dreams are made of. Like, it does not sound real. I can't yeah. believe I did it. I can't believe it. Like, is possible. <laughs> yeah, because I was telling you earlier. Way, if you gotta be you gotta have your ducks in a row. You can't just go on YouTube and take people's money. Like yeah. you gotta like make it legit. There's a lot of um legal regulations surrounding like private placement agreements, which mm-hmm. is what I was doing, basically private placement agreements. Um something called blue sky laws. You gotta have a lawyer who understands this stuff. So right. it's not like you can just go on YouTube and be like, send me money as an investor. Like yeah. you gotta be like on top of it. But yeah, it's um I've done all that. I did it fine. Like there's nothing illegal about what I did. It was totally right. Totally well, cool, it's really cool, cool. helps that you've got that background in finance. A little bit. I mean, I still needed a lawyer. I didn't know how to do a whole thing. I just yeah. knew it was possible to do private placements. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, like I'm so close about that because I was telling you earlier um, before the podcast, you know, I've always considered like getting an investor um, in my company just because I don't have the money to create the kind of content that I want to. But I'm like, I don't even know where to go. I'm like, I have no idea. And then, so that's amazing that you were just able to go on YouTube and be like, hey, people, send me money. And then like people just fucking send you money. It like, sounds like that. I know. Unbelievable. It's ridiculous. It was a little more involved. Like I had to send people. I, I wrote well, like a 30 I mean, page business plan. I think that all like right. the fact that you approach people with this business plan yeah, and with course. all the, you, and you had all your ducks in a row, yeah. people felt safe them, giving you their mm-hmm. money as opposed mm-hmm. to just like sending you money. Yeah. 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 I would even tell people like they were like, oh, this could be like, you know, a lot. But listen, this is a risky investment. Like Mm -hmm. startups are risky investments. If you're someone who prefers a more stable thing that is definitely going to give you some kind of payout, like this is not the thing for you. However, also venture investments like this, like super early stage startups can be some of the most lucrative if the company works. Like imagine if you knew the tender, the Twitter guys or whatever back in the day and they had like nothing and then you gave them, you know, 10 grand for like half a percent. Well, fuck, now you're a multimillionaire millionaire today yeah. you know what yeah, yeah yeah um so that's what it, but I, I wouldn't try to sell people on it i would be like listen it's risky investment don't mm-hmm. give me your money unless you are okay with losing it right you know right <laughs> not that I, i'm not gonna lose it for them by the way i'm gonna make them a shitload of money guys don't worry <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do my fucking best but um 
but yeah, you definitely you definitely have to have a lot of disclosures mm-hmm. in your um legal documentation. It's not hard. It's only like a three page agreement. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be like you know the freaking Declaration of Independence or some <laughs> shit. Like- <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what your platform is yeah. going to be like and what's going to be on it. Um, I have a lot of studios. So far, I've got Evil Angel, Porn Pros, Private. Um, uh, babe.com, join me. I've got a, a, a bunch of different studios. Can't remember everything on the top of my head. More coming. I know that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's a, it's a VOD site. You can buy a scene for a dollar ninety nine to three ninety nine, depending mm-hmm. on what the studio wants, or you could buy it as a series. So, like, if you know, basically, a lot of times they take those DVDs and they sell it as a DVD for like right. twenty bucks. And there's four scenes in it, but they're entirely they're just slightly related and thematically like yeah. shot by the same Milfs director or something or like that. Shot in, yeah, or shot by the same tits. studio, same big director. Exactly. Yeah. So to me, like, that's a series. That's something that might appeal to the same person who might want all those scenes if mm-hmm. he cares about that thematic cool stuff right but if he's a star driven guy if he likes you know he likes riley and keisha and lana and whatever and, and lena and whatever all those uh katrina all the fucking hot ass chicks <laughs> at the top mm-hmm. of his if he likes those girls you know he's not gonna want to buy the whole series with three scenes of girls that he doesn't know and doesn't particularly like that much or whatever right. so you know you want to sell him that scene and it's not like they don't already do this on vod they do but it's in my opinion more tacked on mm-hmm. less it's like not dedicated like on my platform there's no downloads there's no dvd covers like whatever it's just it's a streaming platform like you're gonna feel like like you're looking almost at like it's all landscape thumbnails like youtube it's not right. dvd portraits and stuff so people can't download these videos. No. They can only stream it. So but if they oh, buy it, they have it for life? Yeah. It's like Amazon Prime. If you buy okay. something, it's in your library. So it's more of like a, obviously, if I go out of business, you lose your purchases kind yeah. of thing. Um, but it's more, it's convenient at least. And I can I can sell it a little less. I'm working with the studios on this because like they don't want me to undercut other VOD platforms, of course. But I'm also not offering as much as other VOD platforms. Mm-hmm. So it should be a little cheaper because they're only getting the streaming, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I for one would never download shit like I would never and a lot of people are like well I would never sign up for that because I need downloads and I'm like I just that's cool good for you there's a lot of places for you everywhere else offers that so good good that that's good but that's not like I'm not catering to someone who has a porn collection on their hard drive Mm -hmm. and like organizes it with like a special software they downloaded off of github and they get like super into it I'm trying to find those people who are like 22, 23. Maybe they watch free porn, but they just notice on Pornhub they can only see 720p. They want to see it on their TV. Looks like ass in 720p on their TV. Mm-hmm. They care about quality. They care about aesthetics. They care about full length. They don't want to see ads. They want um, they want a more personalized experience. So, you know, machine learning is a big buzzword right now, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know that a lot of people actually – do you understand how expensive it is to run machine learning? Like it's not something you can just – code out and put on your site. Like I think a lot of people kind of think that from what I'm encountering artificial intelligence and machine learning uh, driven recommendations. Like that's what you see on Netflix. So I was going to ask you some machine learning is, is, is like yeah. analytics. So they look at right. what you watch example, and then they give you suggestions yes. based on what you purchase. Yes. But right. like porn will say, Oh, where to do that? There's recommended for you, but it's all tag based. It'll be like, this one's tagged gotcha. with blonde and cinematic. This one's tagged right. blonde and cinematic. Yes, that matters, but there's so many more things that can go into a user equation. Like from true machine learning, you have to capture every single thing the user does on your site, on every single part of the site. Like if they exit the video player, if they pause, when they pause, what timestamp that was. How um, long, what, 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 what thumbnails time did they, they stop with. watching the yeah, video, you, right? You start detecting these like subtle user patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, and to do that is a huge computing process. So think like crypto mining. Like if you want to have legit machine learning, it's pretty much like you got to compute like you are mining crypto. Like mm-hmm. is that legit? And it's very expensive to do that on the cloud, which is what you want to do for a lot of times for streaming machine learning recommendations. Or you can invest in a shitload of expensive hardware. And I'm mm-hmm. talking about like Titan 5G graphics video cards, like shit that like people are not using unless yeah. they're Netflix, right? Um so shit, I'm just telling everybody fucking how to do everything. Yeah, <laughs> shit. it's okay. We but don't. Anyway, we totally aren't really understanding. Like, like one of the of biggest it, so. expenditures for my startup right now is the machine learning. Yes, yeah. because I want people to come to Vuli and be like, "Damn, it already knows what I like. I've been here like twice, and it's like yeah. that's exactly what I wanted to see. Sweet, yeah, I'll yeah. buy that. I like that." 
damn, you really care about me as a user. Like this feels like it's just about me. It doesn't feel like I have to search through like some a huge catalog mm-hmm. of shit to find something that's relevant to me. And that scene could be four years old and he would have no clue. He yeah. wouldn't care. Yeah. Because we detected that that's something he would like, you know? Yeah. And I mean, is it gonna be as robust as I totally want at first? Like, no. Here's a fun fact about Netflix, all right? This is an example of a quote unquote machine learning that they do with their images. You take Goodwill hunting on Netflix, okay? Um, the, uh, if someone is on Netflix, they watch a lot of romance movies. Mm-hmm. It's going to show Matt Damon and the girl kind of having like a, a picture of them together being like romancy on Goodwill Hunting okay. on the Netflix. But if you are someone who watches a lot of comedies instead, and you're, you, you clearly have that kind of user taste, they're going to show a picture of Goodwill Hunting with Robin Williams on it. Totally different. So image. they actually specify the thumbnail yes. based on mm-hmm. what they think you, I had based no idea. Based on geography idea. too. They have different graphic designs wow. for languages as well depending on not all of their content, but a lot right. of it. So that's just one thing Netflix does machine learning wise. So like when you talk Netflix, you can't just say a pretty streaming site with series, original series. On right. It. Like, cause that's the superficial thing. Like you got to have this heavy backend tech and they have a fuckload of infrastructure. They got so many graphic designers. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's incredible. I didn't know that. That's so interesting. So are you going to be, are you going to like really curate this channel? Are you going to be very specific about the kind of stuff that you put on there? No, I don't care what. I don't really, as well, yes and no. It's all professional or at least amateur professional. Like it needs to be shot well. It needs to be well lit. It needs to be, you know, it can be the amateur-ish, but Mm -hmm. not actual amateur. Does that make sense? Like the fake amateur. It's actually professional, but they doubt it as amateur. Yes. That's cool. Um, But uh, I want high quality. I want HD. I want all that kind of stuff. I want full length. So I don't want five minute foot job clips. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) Only not because that stuff's not great. Amateur is great. Everyone in porn is probably going to say it's going in the amateur direction. Sure. But I want to do one thing thing focus on it and just do it really well like mm-hmm. uh, if if you like professional porn i want that i want you to just think vooly in your mind be like that's where i need to be like i am a right. vooly person that's what i want i want i just want professional curated perfect it's not curated like i choose it for you right gotcha. it's just curated like the site learns you right 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 yeah okay big brother's watching no, i'm just kidding <laughs> we don't actually store a lot of user data at all we only store the behaviors Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we have your email and then we have all your behaviors. Right, right. On the right. site. That's like I don't care. I don't need, I can't even see people's passwords. It's all encrypted. Right. So now this is live now, right? No. Um, oh. I'm launching beta. It's a closed beta by February 14th. So right now you can like sign up for beta on Vooly.com mm-hmm. until you'll get access. Um, it might actually be within two weeks. Like it's ready. It works. Mm-hmm. There's just finishing touches. I want to put more content on it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it um no, it's not live just yet. <laughs> so when you sign up for beta, it just means that you understand that there's going to be like glitches in there and there's going to be, and is it, is it something where you're, it's like an open feedback? Like if you find something that's an issue. Yeah, that'll, they'll be in the discord, the okay. feedback. I mean, I don't have like a live chat for the feedback, right, but right, right, everyone right. who signs up for a founder gets a discord access, which is mm-hmm. like, you know what discord is, right? Not really. Oh, it's like a, it's just like a chat server. So you can have like okay. a private server of people and I invite those people. So they have access to me directly and they can ask me questions and be like, Hey Paige, how does this work? Like Paige, I forgot my password. It doesn't work to reset mm-hmm. it. Like things like that. Well, yeah. But like if you want to, for beta though, you'll be able to find porn, buy it, own it and watch it. Okay. So like that stuff is, shouldn't be glitchy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, it might be like you catch like, Oh, this image wasn't right or something. This, mm-hmm. it, this image showed up, but it was really supposed to be this image of right. this other girl. Like maybe something like that will happen. Okay. Not like, bugs where you're like unable to access something like okay. it works okay yeah. how long have you been working on it yeah, since well my idea was three months within i started porn i had this idea right so that was technically since 2015 but as far as like actually getting somewhere with it i started last january so i built the whole thing this past year but the whole and are you just like living breathing sleeping it pretty much <laughs> it's funny you know actually i will say i wish i could say i worked 12 hours a day for the past year yeah but i spent a lot of time fucking off because i didn't know like what I was, I had to learn a lot. Okay. And when I say fucking off, not that I was like being lazy. That's not what I mean. I mean, like I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing a lot of the time until now. Now I'm like busy as shit, but like for the, just getting it started, I was like, okay, I found the developers. They say they're developing, but where is it? Yeah, (laughs) You know, there'd be problems like that. And like, oh, I need to get a merchant account. Okay. Oh, this just so many things were coming up. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, so for a while during the quote unquote development process, the biggest bottleneck was just because my developers were not organized. 
I didn't, I thought I had a good project manager, but he turned out not to be a good project manager, but I didn't know. And none of the tech guys would tell me. So when I did finally fire him, they're like, oh my God, thank you for firing him. So he didn't know anything. And I was like, guys, yeah. you know, just DM me. And no, like, but tell like me. I'm telling you, tech guys have such a bad, they're so bad at like talking to you on like a human level. Like I have to have yes. like people translate for like my tech guys to yeah. me like I needed like a translator because yeah. like and they and, and they'll just like and I had this problem with my last guy who was running my hosting company like he would just try to he would say stuff to me like I was supposed to know what the fuck he was talking about and I had no <laughs> idea what he was talking that about and the then first. he'd like get mad at me that like I didn't understand fucking computer talk I'm like Aww. dude I'm a fucking like producer I'm a director oh, yeah. I don't get this shit like well, you need to talk to me like I'm a five year old <laughs> But not like in like a five year old. You're hey, an idiot. Five year old. Text me but. if you have an issue like that. Every game you want to text me, I'll totally. What okay. I did is I. I'm not saying I'm like a programmer. I'm not. But what I did yeah. is I just like really dug in. I got with my lead back end developer. I was like, let's get on Google Hangouts and fucking teach me. Like, yeah. what do I, just? How does this shit work? Like, what are you doing? Share your screen with me. Like, show me where it is. Where are the videos? How do they get there? How do they get over there? What do I have to do to do that? Okay, why doesn't that work? Like, and so from that, I'm like, now I can tell you my whole tech stack, and I actually do a little bit of um, I don't know if you know what the code J S O N is, Jason. Do you know what Jason is? He knows what Jason is. <laughs> He's like, of course, I know He's what like, Jason is. I don't is. fucking Jason is. Yeah. I have no What's idea. Up, Jason, we got a big dick, Jason. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but basically, Jason's just like a database language. So it's okay. basically like, oh, Holly, you sent me this, um, you know, uh, solo scene with Leah Love. Cool. So that needs to be put on the site. Well, the site t- communicates with the database with what's called an API. Mm-hmm. The same way, if you want to pull data, like pull tw- tweets onto your website, mm-hmm. you have uh, you communicate with a Twitter API, and you just put that API. It's all it is. It's just like a line of code mm-hmm. that you can put in your HTML or your website or whatever um, that specifies to do something, mm-hmm. and, it, and it knows. If you install the the way to communicate with it, then you're good. That's how the APIs work. So anyway, so you have a database, and it's like a big, basically complicated spreadsheet. You know, here's the here's her name, and here's her boob size, and here's how high, like how tall she is, and here's the description right. of her bio, all this shit. Um, and uh, what was I saying? So you take that scene and you want to put it into your database, and then your website front end is what they call it mm-hmm. is gonna <laughs> pull from your database mm-hmm. for it to like talk to your database so it knows to pull Aaliyah Love in this new scene with uh, Red Rocket or whatever. Um, it needs that API coded in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to do that, you have to use oftentimes J- JSON to tell the database, here's her name. Her name is Aaliyah Love. This is the scene title. This is the description. Like if I showed you JSON code, it's very readable. It's very easy. Right. But you, you basically put this code in and then it automatically it can post to the database. And then once it's in the database, then it becomes able to access on the site. That okay. Makes sense. And so then the site can like call a database, and when someone clicks the picture of the scene that it's supposed to lead to, the database, the site does a database call, pulls all that information, and then it makes it look pretty. It takes all that information and puts it into the way you wanted it to look, with like okay. the font and the pictures and whatever. Right. And that's how fucking so websites work, guys. I hope you are ready for a fucking yeah. Wow. Now I totally know how it all works. That one hundred percent did not go over my head. I mean, I understood it sort of, but it's like I'm one of those people that needs to do. Something like a hundred times before, like it really sinks in. Okay. Well, at least when your tech guy comes to you and he's like, has he ever said front end or back end to you? Oh, yeah. Okay. So front end is what makes it look pretty. Yeah. And then back end is where you store all your information. Right. And then there's a way to make them communicate. Communicate. And API right. is how they talk to each other. Okay. That's if you mainly know that stuff, then you can kind of, if he says there's a problem with this, then you can be like, oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. (laughs) So when do you, so you said, are you planning on officially launching on February 14th? I'm not sure. Um, It's actually just a really a matter of like, okay, at this point, the reason I brought up the Jason thing is because at this point, it's all me. I'm putting all of that content and all those pictures and all of that information Mm -hmm. into the database so that the site can pull it. Right. I'm doing this because I don't really have time to train somebody to do it with the eye that I have. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to build out a big department of people who do this eventually. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of data entry, basically. Yeah. But it's really just a matter of like how quickly I can get enough stuff on there and get everything all linked up and working, right? And then enough for beta, which I think is pretty close. Like yeah. I think I could just launch beta and keep adding more content as it's live and people are accessing the site. So right. um, there's just a few little things I want to fix before I officially launch. Like I could probably launch it in like two weeks, mm-hmm. but I'm just I thought February 14th would be like a cool day. Yeah, Valentine's <laughs> Day. Maybe. <laughs> um, so you know, I mean, it'll be like a very soft launch. It'll literally mm-hmm. just be like 
if you're a, a founder or you watch my YouTube channel, you'll know it's up and you can go. <laughs> wow. And then the official launch will be like a month or two after that, like official. Right. And that's when I'll start posting stuff on tube sites and like driving traffic and like paying for marketing stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah. And you shot your own uh, movie for yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a series. Yeah. And then are you planning, so are you going to planning to go into production and start to shoot more and more yeah. stuff? Yeah. So the reason is because like original content, if I own it, then I have all the profitability. If right. I have revenue sharing deals with studios, they have most of the profitability right. from sales, which rightly so they paid for it and they took all right. the risk with the content. Like, cool. But you know, for to, in order for me to keep remessing the business, I needed a way that could be profitable. So that's why I'm shooting the original content. Um, and over time, I have this idea. I don't know if I'll be able to pull it off, but like, I would, I want to pay performers like kind of royalties, mm-hmm. not exactly. Cause it's not tech. It wouldn't technically be a royalty, but I'm have this idea for like how I could get basically pay performers for, for sales of the scenes, not in, in kind of an affiliate way, but kind of a legit royalty way. Right. Like I, on my side, if you go to it, like I don't ever on any of the bios say, um, so-and-so won the best award for dick sucking and she just loves to dribble cum out of her mouth. Like a lot of these bios are like a little bit too lewd and like mm-hmm. so many of these girls are actually really impressive mm-hmm. and they're like smart or they're like super like Danny Daniels is like a fucking amazing artist yeah. and like Skin Diamond is an amazing musician. Carter Cruz is baller. Carter Cruz and Darcy Dolce, great um, DJs. Like yeah. I'm sure I'm, I'm forgetting a ton of people. There's yeah. like actually a lot of talented girls Absolutely. and like their bios like never talk about that. Or yeah. almost never. Yeah. And like, so when I make these bios, I paid, I paid a girl to do a bunch of research on a lot of stars to the point where I could, some of them don't have much about them. Like mm-hmm. they're new to business or something, but I'm trying to make it like very humanizing and like very cool. That's why when I, I called you and I was like, Hey, I have um some stuff of you as a director. Can yeah. you send me a picture of you? Cause I want you to have a director page and I want, I want people to come on Bully and feel like, Oh, porn's cool. Like yeah. porn has this cool, like and see it's it. not seedy. It's not gross. There's like faces on and it. There's people behind people. it. Yeah. yeah. The girls like as people, I want the studios, even the studios have pages and I don't want them to just, here's your big porn brand with a bunch of titties, you know? I want like, to the, as much as possible, I want to have pictures of like the humans behind the scenes Mm -hmm. or at least, it doesn't have to be their face if they don't show their face. Yeah. I really have this idea to just make it really nice (laughs) and pretty and approachable and not pretty in like a female friendly, like it's still porn. Right. I just want to humanize everything and like, I don't know, I just, I want, I want to, um, I just I wanted it to be better for everybody. I want everybody to be happier and Aww, make more money and like yay. have a have a, have a more fun time than I think I did overall. You know? Yeah, yeah. And um, I want studios to make more money, and I want girls to make more money, and I want to give consumers a reason to spend more money. Right. I, I was going to say that's the key. People are like hashtag pay for your porn, pay for. I'm like I don't want to pay for porn. The yeah. main ways there are to pay for it, like they all look like really sketch to me. Yeah. And it's like it's all the same call centers with mm-hmm. the same billing companies. Not that they're bad some of the bill companies are great but it's like a lot of these places use the same places to take payments and stuff because they provide those services but then the consumer is like super frustrated like i gotta fucking spend an hour just to cancel a membership Mm -hmm. you know and i only went in for this one scene that i wanted i didn't want the whole site like it's just kind of a pain in the ass to pay for porn yeah you know yeah and like OnlyFans is like easy so people just do it you know So like, let's make it a little nicer for the consumer. Let's make it friendlier to the studios and the performers. And let's just fucking all band together and yeah, uh, and everyone be happy. So, kumbaya, fucking yeah, bitches. <laughs> like, I guess. Well, that sounds amazing. Um, I'm excited to see it launch, and uh, I wish you all the best on that. It's really, Thanks. really cool. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it was really great to have you. Dope. Can you tell everyone where they can find, tell us your YouTube channel? Because I don't yeah, think you've plugged um, that yet. Uh, and then all your social media and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, it's just Redhead Redemption on YouTube. And um, I am Paige J, Paige with an I, on Twitter and Instagram. But you go to my YouTube channel. It's better. Go to your YouTube <laughs> channel. And then yeah. your website is... Uh, Vuli.com. V, v-, v is in Victor, U-L-I. Just Vuli like Huli from Silicon Valley, but Vuli, V-U-L-I. I only know because I was looking at the back of your phone, oh, which yeah. has the name on it. Which yeah, I'm wearing really a cool. necklace that's got blue. I noticed that I got, like, as well. <laughs> You're all about the branding, girl. I love it. Try, try. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, it sounds really, really cool, and I'm excited to see. Um, I'm excited to see where you take it. Ah. 
uh, to the moon. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Holly Randall. And if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Holly Randall Unfiltered. So what I would appreciate more than anything is if you would rate and review my podcast, please give me five stars. I would so appreciate it. And also tell your friends about it. Um, word of mouth is a really powerful tool in getting podcasts up there in the charts. If you want to support my new art book project, you can go to patreon.com oh, so slash Holly Randall Art. Um, I'm really excited about that. I did my first shoot for that with mm. Emily Bloom a couple weeks ago. I am going to be posting the pictures in the next couple of days. It came out amazing. Nice. And then obviously you can always go to hollyrandall.com as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Awesome. <laughs>